Topics Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Offics, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another exciting episode of the Upland Property Experts podcast. I'm your host, Too Stupid to Win. And as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How you doing tonight? Fucking fantastic. Outstanding. We got that explicit <laughs> right out the gate. <laughs> That's for all our live listeners. <laughs> and we'll continue to do these live uh these live shows where you can get a sneak peek of it as long as people are interested in it, and then we'll just go back to uh hanging out by ourselves, I guess. Uh and then if you do listen live, make sure you do download the podcast at least because you guys are loyal listeners. And if you're not re-listening to it, our listening numbers go down and we don't move up the uh, rankings there in the podcast. Uh, this month, we're, we're getting close to the thousand listens for the month. So that's, that's pretty exciting. Uh, wow. That's not bad considering we started uh, June 17th of 2020 and uh, we're pulling in a thousand listeners a month almost. So. Yeah, no, it's that upland bump, man. I, I'm pretty excited. I, I'm really grateful that they're doing that. That of all the things that they're doing, I think that that's really cool. Yeah, that's uh, very appreciative of them featuring us this this week. It was Left House. Uh, they're going to take a break for a week there, and uh, we'll look forward to see who's featured next there. And if you do find us, because we are starting to move up the podcasting rankings and you're wondering what is the upx podcast all about we can tell you what upland is so upland is a digital metaverse that's uh, kind of like overlaid on top of the real world uh, upland's inhabitants uh, play various games and competitions uh, and they earn by trading the digital properties or assets or you know even running their own businesses and they connect with their local communities uh, of uplanders um, the Upland Metaverse is built with blockchain technology, and this powers a real-world economy where participants are able to extract monetary value back into the real world. And Upland Inc. or Upland Me Inc. does not endorse any thoughts or opinions expressed here on the podcast. The thoughts are solely of our guests. Thank me later, myself, T. Davis, and anybody else on the podcast. We are not employed by Upland, but we are just passionate fans that enjoy talking about this each and every week. Um, so that covers that. Look at that. I got everything out of the way without forgetting this episode, making progress. Look at that. Almost like a professional podcast now. It's amazing. Almost. Uh, we'll never get there. I mean, last week we did have two great episodes, but this week's more about the poop jokes. We got more poop. <laughs> the poop jokes. Let's do it. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, reaching about a thousand listeners, there the exciting thing is is our uh, listeners for the last two weeks. Man, somebody from Downers Grove is really uh, digging the podcast. They're cr- cracking the top fifteen of cities. That's kind of interesting because that's a suburb of Chicago on the southwest side. But yet we also have Chicago as one of the cities that's one of our top listeners. But countries that are really, uh, really feeling us 
in the top 15. We have Singapore, Czech Republic, UAE, Switzerland, Mexico, Sweden, Belgium, Peru, Spain, Australia, France, Canada, UK, Germany, and the United States. And the top city that's listened to us in the last two weeks is Munich in Germany, followed up by Chicago, Paris, Playa Vista. I'm going to butcher this one. So Germany, I'm sorry, Hude, Hude. Uh, Sarasota, Trenton in Canada, uh, Trujillo in Mexico, Montreal, and Northampton in the United States. That's our top 10 cities listen to us. And still, Spotify and Apple, they go back and forth to where people are listening to us. Uh, We will be changing uh, podcast hosts here, found a better deal and uh, a lot more data. We're data people, so um, we're going to switch our host there. So we will be leaving the Wooshka hosting site, but we'll have even better data analysis for it. Uh, but over the last two weeks, we've had uh, 475 total listeners. So appreciate that. Very cool. Compared to when we used to have 60 listeners a week. And, and half of those were just Choina listening to it on repeat. Yeah, he's like, going on a hike, giving you some feedback. Yeah. Like, everyone, just before you go to sleep, just hit play. Just make a playlist in Spotify with the, you know, like five or six times and then fall asleep. You know, you can just put the volume down real low. You don't have to actually listen. Just rack up those numbers. I like it. Good strategy. There was a band that did that. They made an album and it was all like, it was, they were all like the minimum length song like to get credit on Spotify and it was all silence. And then they they just told their fans, like just put this thing on repeat so we can make money. I don't know whatever (laughs) happened to it, but I thought it was a fucking brilliant idea. That's great. Uh, If you do go to dapradar.com, you know, um, right now we're sitting number two overall for the 24 hour average seven or 2.78 K. And Seven-day average, sit in number two once again. And this is daily active users on Upland. We sit in number two at 6.97K. And we're right behind Splinterlands at 7.22K. And then the 30-day average, still sitting. We're at number six. I keep saying we like we're Upland, but Upland the game, you you guys know what I mean, is at 10.31K. So Jelly Squish has passed us. Whatever Jelly Squish is. These Thundercore. I, I just dated don't, a girl in college whose nickname was Thundercore. I, I don't even want to know that backstory. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave inquiring minds. We'll leave that one out there. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but now it's on to the uh, more exciting numbers that we have that you look forward to every week. Once no, again, I think we can just go. What's the next segment? That New York Minute. I think we're on to that. Next, right? And that's our new theme song for our numbers intro, and it was very convenient to just drown you out because for some reason i don't know why you don't want to look at these numbers i don't know what you're talking about these numbers i don't even know if they're accurate honestly like i just feel like i don't know how trustworthy the source is anymore oh this source is legit they've always been legit 
Daily Uplander.com. Uh, they did have change in staffing. Uh, Knox and Noyce are moving on from the project right now, but MG moved on in to help out. So it's Mixplick and uh, MG, and they are running dailyuplander.com so i don't see what the big deal is thank me later right here net worth um nobody's changed in top five it's still yeah. the same hey, congrats on your move up there that's pretty cool taking yeah. over hodler yeah you got dizzy at 55.5 noise at 50.6 ken at 34.8 oh well hey well that's news noise broke 50 yeah he did now we don't have anybody in the 40s uh, Kent, you greedy bastard, drop in six million more. Get to the forty, so we have a split. You could drop six point one million more yourself. I'm, that's not happening. Come on. Maybe we'll see what Trump Tower goes for. And Dragon Goat jumped up a bit. Yeah. Jigo player. Jigo player. Jigo player. Yeah. 4.9 coming in at number 73. That's such a bad. Yeah. It's a good come up. Kepler. Number 90 at 4 million. And Green Turtle cracked the 100s again. Congrats, Green Turtle. I want to know. I want an update from Green Turtle at some point. I got to check with him if he's still on his $5 thing. Can somebody check the chain? Can we, like, not to call Green Turtle out because I, I love him and he's my boy. But, uh, like, is there any way to see, like, how many, like, uh, UPEX purchases were made? Yeah. Like, so could we audit Green Turtle and be like, okay, how much have you actually put into the game? Somebody could. I'm not that smart. All right. Well, to listeners, Hacker definitely could. And uh, fellow data nerds, let's, let's do an audit. I like it. No, I don't want to. I don't want to put him on blast. I feel kind of bad. Like I trust him. He has spent very little. I, I know he. I know he's out there hustling. So I don't really want to put him on blast like that. But can't take it back now. <laughs> and, and that's Team Turtle. I'm Team Turtle. You're you're hitting up Team Turtle. Come on. Well, hey, look. If you don't have a hard shell, you can't be in Team Turtle. You better cover your soft spots because I'm coming tonight. Oh. What just happened there? Thank me later. I don't know what's going on. Look at your screen. Look at my. I don't know. It's. I can't. My screen went. I think the black. I think it went to black. I think. <laughs> I think we're losing you. I don't I think it's a bad connection. Definitely not losing us. Uh, total properties. TM. One thousand seven hundred and fifty nine for first place. You've held the top properties. I don't know for how long since. April, months, March, yeah. for a while, for a long, long time. Yeah. So now you're in second. I mean, he's only 19 properties ahead of you. Nah, huge shout out to TM. He, he's doing some amazing stuff. He's going to bring some, he brings a lot of good energy and good players in. So I'm happy to, to share the top, you know, top three with him and Eric P. Martin. So it's I, all, it's all love. I like how you say you're sharing the top three now before you were just dominating the top three. So now, now it becomes sharing. I I feel like it was always a sharing situation. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think we're splitting hairs now. (laughs) 
If you're not uh, number Jerry, one, you're the first. That's very impressive. I mean, he's, you know, newer to the game, um, and he has a plan, and he's executing against that plan, and he's doing a, he's doing a hell of a job. So um, fucking kudos, man. It's crazy. Ooh, cheesy poof. Cheesy poof. Mom, cheesy poof. <laughs> Fucking no kitty, they're my cheesy poos. <laughs> bad. That's bad kitty. <laughs> as we oh. as we digress. Ooh. All right, you get number eighty six. Uh oh, Melik Dykes? I don't know. I'm a bit dyslexic. Oh, uh, it might just be Melchizedek. Dick? Mel Melk Mel Cheesy Dick? I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> His new name is Me the Cheesy Dick. That's that's his name. <laughs> Eighty six. Me the Cheesy Dick. Nice. Uh, With one hundred and fifty eight properties. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Lo- Lo- Los Montana nine. He cracked boy, the top hundred. My boy Los Montana. Nice job. Fucking, fucking booty called me the other night. True story. Wait, what? Yeah. Fucking booty called me. So he wanted you to come over at like three in the morning on a creep. No, no, his ass called me. Oh. Yeah, your definition of a booty call and my definition are uh, totally different. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, he like messaged me. He's like, oh, sorry, my, my butt dialed you. And I was like, that's not the kind of booty call I like. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that's a butt dial. Thank me later. That's a yeah, butt dial. Wow. Uh, and then uh, Joss Cag came in at 142 at position 97. And Big Papa Pump, welcome to the top 100, Big Papa Pump. Big Papa Pump at the 140 mark. So it takes Man, you. Got, yeah, 140. You're getting it at 141. Oof. And just last week it was 128 to crack a crack the top hundred. That's that's that Fresno, the Fresno bump right there. The Fresno wasteland. Yep. Ooh, speaking of Fresno, how awesome is Fresno? Let's look at this right here. Fresno shit. Fresno is amazing. Buying a property in Fresno, I don't even like fucking recognize you anymore. Like, are are you going for a record of f bombs tonight? Yeah, this is going to be like the Limp Biscuit song. Isn't that the one that has the most f bombs in a single in that song? I don't know. I'll well, break your fucking face now. So somebody will have somebody will have to look it up. Somebody that's here watching the live recording, find out the song with the most f bombs in it for us. Yeah, it's, it's like, like we got our own. Be a good song. It can't be like some, you know, fucking YouTube asshole. that's just like f f f i after mom, like that. No, like it's got to be like a like a song that made it to some level of recognition with a mainstream group. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so up squared, Z Hidalgo finally achieved what you were trying to prevent for months. He passed I mean, you in up squared. I mean, I was just playing my game. Everybody else is just catching up. Like, you know, if he's, if he needs to do that to feel better about himself, then that's on him. Like, oh, come on. No. How many people listened from Japan last week? None. So that's going to tell me how much shit I can talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh wow you're on fire yeah okay well i'm not wow. dropping i'm not I'm gonna not say s- the name of that call the name of that song but little john yeah little john real blank roll call you can figure it out you can google it talk to alexa whatever your choice may be but it has oh, i love saying dirty words to alexa 
True story. 295 swear words. And nice. Brian, Brian Brian says it's a true classic. Um, true classic? Can't disagree. It, it is. Um, ben bought an F2, right? Did Ben buy F2? I don't know, 67. I mean, in all in all honesty, I mean, 200,000, you know, plus upsquared. I mean, it's smart. It's a smart investment, you know, with farmland and wasteland. If that pans out, like, we're going to look good. And if it doesn't pan out, we're going to look stupid because we're going to have 140,000 upsquares of useless-ass properties in Fresno. But I mean, but there's still flyover country, so we're good. Yeah. So, uh Mix Plick has to do this by hand, so he only updated the top four today. Oh, what a slacker. <laughs> no well, wonder the rest of his team left. Oh, wow. Too soon? <laughs> Too soon? Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Man. Wow. <laughs> I have to. Wow. We went from a. From a great show everybody wants to listen to week in and week out. To, to, you might really need the tea time with uh, TML where you just talk shit yeah. all day long. Let, let us know. Is that, is that content you want to listen to? It's just <laughs> me riffing. <laughs> I said put on your turtle shells because it's coming hard tonight. Yeah. Yeah, you are. No, no. mixed flicks. All those guys are, are, are awesome guys. So, again, I, I don't think that they left on – I hope they didn't leave on bad terms. I don't know the, the details on it, but in all seriousness, they, they did great work for the community. They're going to continue to do great work for the community. Yeah, nobody left on bad terms. It's just real-world yeah, commitments. All of mixed flick and MG. Yeah, oh. yeah, so that's all good. Yeah. All right, and now we come in to uh, welcome our special guest of the week on, and that will be Brian Bryan, and he's joining us uh, to talk about who Brian Bryan is and the great things he's doing in Upland. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. So how did you find Upland? I found Upland because I've been looking for a property trading game uh, for a while now. I'm really interested in the content and uh, just buying and selling properties and, and the speculation that's surrounding like all the neighborhoods and everything. So did you and, uh, find it on a uh, Google search or on Brave Browser? Or? It was a Google search. I uh, I had no idea what Brave Browser was or anything uh, leading up to this. I'm not really a, a crypto fanatic. Um, you know, I've really just uh, found it really for the gaming aspect. That's that's how I found it. So do you have a gaming, would you consider yourself having a gaming background? Oh, yeah. I've, uh, I've been playing games my whole life. Um, so, you know, definitely found that organically. What were some of your favorite games that you've liked to play over the years? I play a lot of RuneScape, Civ Five uh, is one of my all-time fi- uh, favorites. Um, a little bit Ark stuff like that. Nice, yeah. Nice. But, uh, Wait, what kind of Civ player? What kind of Civ player are you? Do you like me? I like to just like get as many. I'm all about the, um, not the landmarks. Damn it! What the Wonder Horror. The, Oh, yeah, I'm a wonder whore. Yeah. Dude, dude, I will restart a game if I do not get the Great Pyramids. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah, you're the problem. You're the problem with multiplayer. So everyone leaves after they don't get their thing. So, oh yeah, 
<laughs> no, I don't, I don't even play multiplayer. I can't deal with that shit. I get, I want to play like, and I only play like, uh, like religious takeover or like uh, influence takeover. Like I don't, I don't want to attack. And then as soon as I get like tanks and I'm way more advanced, then I'll switch it to like battle mode and then just roll everybody. That's pretty much my gameplay too. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> but uh, Upland is definitely my number one addiction right now. Uh, since I found Upland, I've been just nonstop. Um, I'm constantly researching properties, mostly in the Upper East Side. I'm, I've fallen in love with the Upper East Side, and uh, I've invested, you know, a lot of real life money in it. You know, here just buying properties left and right, more than I ever thought I would. So you're like the Jeffersons moving on up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much, uh, we're moving on up, and you know, there's it's a lot of exciting stuff happening in that neighborhood. And you know, if you're listening to this, I, I highly encourage you to buy into the Upper East Side. We uh, we have some some smaller projects going on too that are just I'm I'm really excited for the future of of just Upland in general you know uh, property development and, and stuff like that. What's your fa- favorite property up there on the Upper East Side? I, I, honestly, I'm kind of kicking myself. I I really like what Maddit is doing with the Cook Block. He has bought an entire block that is historic. They've so a railroad millionaire bought it, the entire block, back in 1883, and he put a lot of deed restrictions, and he sold all the properties to mansion builders. So he kept it all single-family homes, and it's just filled with uh, historic mansions and Gilded Age homes that are just beautiful, and there's so much history there. So I'd, I'd say just a whole cook block in general. And uh, I know that team, Matted and MJC in particular, I have a property there as well. Um, when property development comes, we all intend to keep those historic for, you know, the upland community. That's so cool. I, I really like the emergence um, now of these, you know, I mean, Alamo Square, I, I think kind of started it, but now, especially with the expansions um, and the new player bases, these niche kind of market areas opening up. Uh, I love the passion that, uh, you know, players like yourself bring. And then, like, again, researching, finding out information about the area, and then incorporating that into the lore. I think that that's really just going to add a really a fun element uh, to Upland uh, and make it so that everyone has something that they can achieve for. You don't have to feel bad. Oh, you don't have financial district. Well, you don't need to have those top ones to be successful or have fun in the game. Like, uh, so I'm really happy to hear stuff like this. That's exactly it. I, I came into the game about three weeks ago. Um, and I saw what, you know, Alamo square had done little Italy, especially, um, and all, you know, dog patch, all of them. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, those are all sold out, and I really don't want to pay the markup. So I'm going to, you know, invest in a neighborhood that's not sold out that I can feel like I'm having a hand in making. And just the communities all in this game are are really what what makes it, you know, interesting. Is that we're all kind of grouping together and and just trying to find our way in Upland. So. Yeah. No. And and again, I would encourage other players to do the same. Now the thing is. You can't 
and I'm not, I won't call on anybody, but there's been several people that have been like, oh, I'm going to make this neighborhood my own. And, and, you know, the communities behind giving, you know, those, those communities a little bit of a boost and supporting and advertising. And then it's just like, you never kind of hear from them again. And so I think the bar has been raised little Italy, little Italy has raised the bar significantly. I mean, dog patch came out really strong too. Um, and so I think you have to, if you're going to own a neighborhood, if you're going to make an, a niche market, you got to come out strong, but it's completely doable. There's still plenty of opportunity, I think. Uh, and obviously we, we have to mention VV um, as <laughs> an insanely huge neighborhood that I think still has more than enough properties to build into that it's going to have its own, I, I think its own ecosystem and world too. Like it's, it's going to be so interesting to see how this develops. Absolutely, yeah. TM is, is doing crazy things with uh, VV, and uh, I wish I could do that with Upper East Side, but the properties are just so so expensive. They're like the cheapest one the Upper East Side right now is eighty five hundred, and uh, you know we're only um, I think like forty percent minted. So, and that's before the opening. So you know we can. There's still a chance to get in at mint in, in the Upper East Side, and you know what? I hope that we're not one of those neighborhoods that die out. I intend to, you know. I'm basically selling everything I have and moving in there. So, yeah, awesome. no, no. And again, I think if the people that support it are, are passionate and that's the other thing, go. I, and I think the cool thing is all these, the culture and kind of what the diversity is in these neighborhoods too. So go talk to, to Brian, Brian, go talk to TM, go talk to, to Nisha and if you dare and, you know, see what they're all about and, and see what their neighborhoods are doing and, you know, back a project that interests you, uh, I think it'll be very rewarding. I couldn't agree more. And you've been in the game, you said, three weeks now, and you're already hosting a community event. You want to tell us a little more about what you're doing right now? Yeah, so T. Davis and his little Italy team and I have kind of partnered together here to try and get an uplander into New York and get them to be able to buy some properties. So, like I was saying, New York properties are very expensive, so we're currently hosting a giveaway where we're going to give someone that's under 200,000 net worth right now, the current prize is 70,000 UPX. So we're not, we're not letting those people enter themselves. They have to be sponsored by like a director or an executive. And so it's 5,000 UPX to enter. And that gives them a shot at, at winning 70,000, which for someone under 200 K net worth is, is a huge boost and gives them a, a, a leg in the door to try and, get some New York properties. Oh, that's, Italy or that's super cool. Okay. Cause I saw that, like some people were talking and they're like, Oh, I'll, I'll sponsor so-and-so. So you have the pros and executives essentially pay the fee and say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to back this uplander um, and I'll pay the fee. And that goes into a pot. And then exactly that. Oh, that's so, so cool. We didn't want the we didn't want the um you know the the lower tier players using their FX for that because it's not necessarily the best investment for them. They might not win. You know, it's probably better for them to buy properties. But but those of us that do have a little bit of extra money, um, you know, we can we can sponsor someone to give them a shot at really uh you know changing their upland career, so to speak. Oh man, okay. So and it's five thousand to sponsor. It's five thousand to sponsor, and uh, you know every ticket purchase adds to the to the prize pool. I I, I see it getting over a hundred thousand because I know I'm personally going to buy you know a few more tickets and just sponsor some random people. So no, 
I'm in. Count me in for five sponsorships. Oh, that's so great to hear, man. When's, when's this end? When's the sponsorship the end? The drawing is going to be Sunday at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. So there's enough time for them to get to New York uh, before the the opening of New York. And we're going to pay for their airfare as well. So, you know, we're going to oh, we'll make sure they Air- get there. Airfare and, and overnight accommodations included? Absolutely, yeah. But it's, okay, all, so it's all taxable. We're recording on the 29th, so if you listen to this on the 30th, uh, October 30th or 31st, uh, and I'll put something in the in the channel. We'll do something in the in the channel to do, like, I don't know. I like memes, so mine will probably be, like, the best sponsor me meme and, uh, you know, make a little – Thank me later, turtle, with like a sponsorship logo or something on it. I don't know. Figure out something. Oh, and, look at uh, that! Loves Montana nine said he'll sponsor five. Also, awesome. Yeah, I'll get with uh, Los Montana after the after the Discord call after this call for sure. Yeah, and thank you guys for your support. I, I want to get this as big as possible. I want to really, uh, you know, change someone's career. Like I said, no, I love it. It's it's a great concept. I think that it's it's a really smart way to do it. Um, and I kind of like the, the, the secondary effect of like big brother, you know, kind of like sponsorship of like, Hey, you know, go help your, your new player out. And, you know, then you have somebody to root for too. Exactly. And I hope that these, uh, relationships will extend, you know, going down the road for everyone, because as we see the, you know, Buckland is very based off of, uh, community relationships and, and making these connections. So I would love to see those continue going down the road like a mentor a mentorship program see this is awesome so again brian brian brand new to the community i mean less than a month in already changing the way that the game is going already raising tens of thousands of dollars you know for new players this is this is exactly what it's about i'm so glad that uh, you came on tonight yeah thank you for having me i'm, I'm happy that you guys are helping me get the word out and, and making this a real thing yeah, that's uh, that was really cool when I heard about it. At first, it took me a minute to really understand, and and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And it's such a great community. Um, right now, I got three sponsors. I'm still looking to get a couple more people to sponsor, so I'll be up there about five or so. Um, but yeah, being able have to you talk to the uh, sorry, chaos. But have you talked to the Upland team about this? Because the other thing is, like, for the pros and executives, because they were talking about potentially letting, and uh, again, I'm not making any promises or anything, but they were talking about, like, creating, like, custom explorers or custom little things for community events. And I think this might be a great one for them to start with to then give away, you know, something to, uh, you know, one of the, the sponsor pros slash executives. That would be awesome. I've uh, I haven't reached out to them, and, and I haven't heard anything from them. I know that they've got their hands full on all the features that we're all looking forward to. That's um, true. So you know, I'm I was curious. What's the largest uh, UPX giveaway that you guys have seen? Because like I said, I'm new. You guys have been around a long time. Have you seen like a, a larger community one? I know that Upland just gave away the fifty thousand, but have you guys seen a larger community one? We gave away uh, on the first podcast. We gave away four Alamo Square properties. We value those at a hundred k a pop. So, wow, yeah. that's very nice. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I've given a hundred k plus away on a one or two occasions, but usually I try to stick between like ten and thirty. Very cool. I hope that uh, you know we can we can get somewhere up there. That'd be awesome, and uh, you know. 
Uh, you got four hundred and Sturz says he got four hundred and fifty thousand for winning the innovation. Oh, challenge. Oh yeah, the, I forget. I forgot about the innovation challenge. That was big. <laughs> what the hell was that? Did I miss that? That was the one where you had to go to the addresses based on the clues uh, for all the different tech companies in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, that was a that was an Upland sponsored one. Yeah, that it was Upland sponsored. <laughs> he still won four hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, I mean, he'd be throwing that I around won, everywhere too. I won six hundred and eighty thousand. Then, if that's what we're okay, doing. just right. You always got a one one upper. You're a one upper, aren't you? I am a one upper. Fucking plus one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm on the train back to Fresno now to buy up a thousand more properties. Another two hundred thousand up square. Fuck TM posting in chat, just trolling. Hey TML, how many properties do you have again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Also, before I miss it, um, TM said that he will also sponsor Tech Connected Builder to get a free VV property if they dedicate to improve the area and be creative. Look at that! Just new players giving stuff away all the time to build community. That's what it's really about. I think Red Planet. Always drop. I got There's so much chat now. Yeah, Red Planet's uh, in. They're going to yeah, support Mars, some Utah people. Says Red Planet Inc. is in. So, yeah, we, yeah, we got. We'll get this going. I like it. I was thinking today. I actually really wanted to get some top community people together at one point um, and to do a million UpX giveaway. Be I would so definitely fun. be in that for sure. I would definitely help you guys out. Like, I think if we got 20 people for 50k each. Like, and then we gave it away. Like that would be, that'd be so gnarly. But then there'd have to be like, you have to then make your block explorer some like, you know, like five multicolor hands holding each other or something. Ooh, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. I think the Upland team would definitely support that one. Yeah, like you gotta, you gotta get a custom explorer about community. Float that shit around. But yeah, very. So if you're listening to this on the thirty. 30- the 30th or 31st oh 10 p.m what time on sunday eastern central european eastern Eastern. okay so 10 p.m eastern time east coast time he'll have the drawing for the for the event so there's plenty of time to hit up brian brian and sponsor some some uplanders and some pros and get them some spending money in new york city Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate you coming on, Brian. Brian, we look forward to uh, your event and everything else that you're going to be doing on the Upper East Side. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being on. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Cheers. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That's so cool. That's such a that's such a great idea. Like, I really like the idea of sponsor. And I, I only, I haven't caught up fully on chat from the week. And I, I just see people all sponsor. Like, I'm like, what the hell is this sponsorship thing about? Like, um, that's the thing. There's a lot of really cool things happening in chat. So stay connected on Discord. Yeah. And with that, we, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Before we get any deeper in it, we do have a New York Minute with uh, T. Davis live from Little Italy. Live from Little Italy, New York, it's T. Davis with the New York Minute. Welcome. Hey, lo- love the new intro song, man. <laughs> it was awesome. Glad you like it. it. I tried to go a little Godfather, Goodfellas with it. Oh, that's a keeper for sure, man. 
All right. Well, hey, so once again, thanks for having me on. Uh, super excited about that last interview and everything that I just heard. Um, you guys are phenomenal. This is going to be awesome. And like Brian Ryan said, it's going to really change and impact a new player's uh, uplink career, which is fantastic. Um, sending them to New York which will segue me right into my intro, which is it's finally here, the big New York opening, November 2nd, 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, you will fly from San Francisco to New York City, JFK. So for anybody who hasn't done that before, the flight is going to be 2,580 upics, and it takes about, 45 minutes. So plan accordingly. I wouldn't suggest, you know, going to the San Francisco airport 30 minutes before because you're going to be late at that point. Um, once you land at JFK, you will depart the plane and then you're going to send your Explorer to any minted property in the city, just like you do in San Francisco, but you're going to have to scroll out find a minted property, which hopefully if you're flying to New York, you have a game plan on where you're headed. So just find a, a minted property in that area and click on it, click send. Um, I know that all the veterans on this call here know, know how to do that, but the question was raised earlier today in the new players channel. So I just wanted to put that out there for any of the new players listening to the podcast. Um, Another question that they had was, were there any FSA properties? And as of right now, there are no FSA properties in New York. Um, That's a great question. Wait, has the team said, will there be? Because I think it's going to be like, won't it be like 10 or 20%? Or no? Once they open up one of the other suburbs, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island. Yeah, I, for some reason, I have this recollection of hearing Brooklyn as the first FSA city i believe i read it somewhere um a while back so i'm not going to be surprised at all when i see brooklyn be the first fsa new york borough no 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 so there's but there's different so even like and i don't know if they got rid of it but like uh, san francisco has some uh, fsa because they said essentially like your major cities will be like 90 percent um, not FSA, and then other so then other cities would be like ninety percent FSA. So right, I, I didn't control. see what you're talking about. If I'm not mistaken, I, be, I believe uh, Zadago Kids made a uh, um, a graphic explaining that and had posted it um, in, in the main server, and it, it showed exactly that. It showed the high tier cities at, at I believe ten or fifteen percent. And then there was a middle one, and then you had your Fresno where it was 75%. Um, so I guess, I, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll see if Manhattan does. I would imagine that if it doesn't, they would use one of the other boroughs. But let me go into uh, – And they don't have to – Because maybe that will help out some. So hold on. Um, they there don't... not being any FSA properties, the – because Manhattan's Lowest. only a borough, so you got four other boroughs to open up. They can open that up with no FSA and then put FSA in the other boroughs to be right. all of New York City. Gotcha, gotcha, exactly. gotcha. Okay, exactly. that makes sense. So before Manhattan, um, so the base, the lowest base price of the neighborhoods are going to be in Washington Heights, Hudson Heights, uh, Marble Hill, 
which is like super far north on the map. If you got, if you, you have to scroll like way out to where the the tip, the bottom tip of Manhattan is like touching the bottom of your browser screen. Just and a at tip. The very top, you'll see Marble Hill and and Washington Heights, and they're going at a uh, hundred upex is is the uh, is the base price. And so anybody listening who doesn't know what what the base price is, that's how your mint price is calculated. It's the neighborhood's base price multiplied by UP two size. That gives you your mint price. Um, Washington, Hudson, Inwood are all 100. Fort George, Hamilton Heights, Harlem, Sugar Hill, Marble Hill range between 110 and, and 190. And then, um, so just to give you a, a point of reference, um, in San Francisco, Bayview and Chinatown are both 100 base price. So that's without FSA, you can expect the cheapest properties to be similar to Bayview and Ch- well, Chinatown sold out now, but what it was when you were minting properties in Chinatown. Um, And then on the other end of that, the highs are Soho, Soho and Tribeca are at 1330 and 1320 respectively. Um, West Village, 1220, Carnegie Hill, Greenwich Village and Union Square uh, between 1090 and 1040. And then the average is right around what uh, Little Italy is sitting at with 720 base price so quite expensive I, I don't have the numbers for sf in front of me it doesn't sound like quite as big of a range um i know well what's fd run at uh 480 and so uh wait, that's a great question so wait, San Francisco, fd is only 480 well so that's so it, it is but then so if you look at the api it says 480 and, and then New York Financial District says the same thing, but there's an additional multiplier in there. It's either it's it's a a ten or an eleven that it works out to where it's um, forty eight hundred, or I believe the other one was fifty six eighty, which it's it's weird. But the, if you were to look up the API, San Francisco and New York's financial districts. Um, both show as a 480 base price. And then for them being in the financial district, Upland uses some other multiplier. And it, like I said, it looks to be like 10 or 11 or so. And you work the math out. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cause so I was like, there's no way it's that cheap. Um, those are, so it's interesting. Oh, and you know what? That actually explains some things. So the interesting mm-hmm. thing, so obviously New York is being launched vanilla. So if you buy into say financial district now, where it's if it is four eighty or is financial district open at all? I'm terrible at New York. It will be. It uh, will be on, on Monday. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, we'll see if it actually opens up at four eighty. It'll be interesting because in the financial district in San Francisco, there are some properties that were minted pre collections which is probably at that 480 price point um, and then post collections when they jumped up. So there were a couple that uh, floated ah. around. So I bet that th- those are pre collection uh, minted. Yeah. And I bet you that explains that those, the reason why we're seeing two different multipliers also, that would make a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So interesting. So again, that's kind of the, and it's, it's an interesting conundrum in the sense of, I mean, if the multiplier goes up, your, your interest goes up, 
But, you know, if you're just worried about collections, like you get in now, the collection is cheap. Now, granted, when the multiplier comes out, your interest does not get multiplied by 10x. That would be insane and overpowered as hell. Um, but it's it, you essentially can buy those properties cheap and then sell them for a significant profit after they're revealed to be in a if they're if they end up being in some sort of highly collectible collection. And then do they tease you again and open up big properties over on the West Coast? So you have to make a decision. Do you want the big properties on the West Coast or do you want your properties on the East Coast? Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I, there hasn't been any news um, on the, the West Coast side to say uh, that they're going to be launching anything on Monday. It seems unlikely, but... I don't know. Then the question, are you going to be too stupid? Are you going to be in New York on Monday? I'm thinking about it. I'm not really sure. I, true story. I haven't, I don't think, I don't think I've been in New York since it's been open at all. I was there. You left back. You you went to seed your, your property. You got your flight. Yeah. Yeah. I got my, I got my property. (laughs) I got the first property in New York and then I left Good riddance, you dirty, smelly New Yorkers. I'm going back to the dirty, smelly hippies in San Francisco. I was going to say, what's the difference in San Francisco? You got the hippies out west, and then I just wasn't getting your bias there. Oh, no, I hate both of the cities in real life, so. All right. Um, so now for my fun fact, for the, which is completely unrelated to uh, anything we were just talking about, but um, fun fact: two U.S. presidents were born in New York City. Can anyone guess which two those are? Hmm. Tr- uh, Trump. Where yep. was Trump born? Uh, Queens. Boom. And the second one is going to probably be a little tougher. Because mm, FDR. Before. Ah, Roosevelt, man, close wow. those. I get those confused, confused all of the time, and so um, I just I decided to go with the same theme that they're going with, with the landmarks and the auctions um, for New York coming up on on the second, and uh, just an, a, I guess a double fun fact: the actual birthplace of Teddy Roosevelt is 28 East 20th Street, and it is a national historic site so it's an i don't know it would like actually would qualify maybe for a landmark possibly and uh it will be released it's um here i'll post the link for in in the uh in the chat for those that are care to look it up if they are interested in scoping out that property but that's one that will be that will be released on monday the uh the birthplace of teddy roosevelt very cool. So speaking of the auctions, what are your thoughts on the two properties being auctioned in so New York? I, so I don't know if you, anybody in here had been paying attention to the Discord yesterday or, or late last night, I think it was, um, and where the question was posed, is the auction for landmarks only? And if so, is that saying that both Trump Tower, the federal reserve and the uh and obama's college home are those all going to be landmarks and they had 
snipped a piece of the Medium article, I believe, and posted it in the Discord to show that the verbiage of the article implied that they were auctioning only landmarks. And then mysteriously, the Medium article changed from landmarks to properties. And so they changed the wording on it. And so to me, that indicates that auctions will not only be for landmarks and that the um, two other properties. So, I mean, the Trump Tower, we all know that that's a landmark and it deserves to be a landmark because it's a staple of New New York City and everybody knows it now. As for the other two, I got to feel like they're, you know, the Obama home, in my opinion, is barely a notable address. And no, no offense to Obama at all. It has nothing to do with anything political. I just, you know, I, I mean, feel it was like some, somebody address. said, like, the Friends apartment is more popular than, than <laughs> Yeah. Than no, that. I don't think, I, I think, because, I mean, we were talking about it, um, I think, in, in UCN at, at one point, that I I feel, I would say, almost with 90% confidence that, the Obama place, the Obama location will not be a landmark. Um, it will just be a really interesting property for auction. It's and I would imagine that they will, they will say that up front. Cause obviously, you know, no one's going to spend, you're not going to spend nearly the same amount of money um, on a non landmark uh, property. It's cool. It's a cool idea. And I mean, I like the idea of the auctions and it's a fun way to sell off important properties, uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't his childhood home, or it, it's just the place he stayed in college. So I mean, right, yeah, college dorm. I mean, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So I think that they were just looking to get uh, both sides of that uh, political coin, which is fair. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, if they waited long enough, I'm sure they could find the the place in New York that Joe Biden's going to die. So. Oh, <laughs> Which is, that's what led me up to the the fun fact I had to go and Google, I guess, what they likely had Googled, and that's where I came up with the Teddy Roosevelt thing. Gotcha. Uh, Nice. But anyway, I digress. All right. What else you got from New York for us? Let me me try to get through everything else really quick here. All right. So, uh, calling you Recurrier. Not much time here at the, uh, (laughs) not much. here at the top, n- not much of a change. Sunstar still holding the number one spot, 166. Atomic Pop, 157. EHO, 405, 120. And then the bottom, the next 10 run out with Kent Hodler, Brett Gerber, Hard G, Gerber, uh, Prospect Gold, Brian Bryan jumping up into the into the top 10. Wicked M and TM close it out at the top 10 there. Um, for our initiatives, we heard Brian Brian talk all about the uh, Upper East Side. He's killing it there um, with, you know, the events that he's hosting. He's buying up all kinds of properties. He has 78. I believe Sunstar is in second there in the Upper East Side with 59 properties. He talked about the Cook Block, which is between 5th and Madison Avenue and East 78th and 79th Streets for anybody who didn't know where exactly the cook block is, that's where it would be. Um, Upland Fifth Ave is excited about the, the Trump Tower auction coming up, and they're work, also working on a catchphrase that may include the coveted uh, 212 area code, which is just synonymous with New York City. It was for me as, as a kid growing up, 212 meant New York City. Um, 
Little Italy. Again, we're teaming up with Brian Bryan and his uh, Uplander in New York community event. We are sponsoring four Uplanders ourselves. Um, and we've also been working on a lot of stuff, a lot of cool projects. One of them will be demonstrating tonight. So if you're on the call, stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss the Chrome slash Brave extension that we will be demoing for everybody um it has a lot of really cool features some that we have seen the community flat out request and some that we have just you know wanted ourselves and decided to go ahead and implement that functionality and along those same lines we're going to need beta testers so the holders of the little italy logo minted by upland comics that we gave away in the last week's podcast um that's going to be your membership card to early access to anything that we release and that will be including this extension. Um, and it, you will also get priority when it comes to feedback, uh, um, addressing feature requests, etc. We're going to list a bunch of them for sale on Atomic Hub as soon as the extension is ready to be distributed to the public, which honestly it's getting pretty close. Uh, I would say in the next 24 to 48 hours, you can, expect that and so at that point i will list those nfts on atomic hub so if you're interested in being a beta tester and contributing to the little italy community fund um, check those out and uh that's all i have i'm gonna really be looking forward like i said at the end of this episode to uh show off what we've been working on And thank you, T. Davis, live from Little Italy with the wonderful New York update. Look forward to those updates in the future. Uh, Real quick update of the Upland Fantasy League. Nitrin was going to take a nice L last week until the Seattle-Arizona game happened on Sunday night, and he came back to squeeze out a narrow victory by .48 points over myself. So... That kind of sucked. See, Hidalgo took down T. Davis, 157 to 116. China lost to Dizzy Dogs. Recurrier beat Sunstar, and Blakely's boss team beat Thank Me Later. That was a sad game right there. Blakely won 74.96 to 73.18. That That's just, that's sad. Yep. And all uh, that shit talking I, I talked for <laughs> the season. Can Wait, am I guaranteed to be in the playoffs? If I lose every game from here on out, can I still get into the playoffs? No. Not oh, at all. Shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then June uh, beat Sparkles. So uh, this week we do have uh, wonderful matchups going on. Uh, games are already started this week. And uh, I'm playing Blakely's team. Recurrier's facing Dizzy. Sun starring June T. Davis and Choyna are matching up. Uh, Nietzscheren and Z. Hidalgo, the two top scorers from last week, are facing off this week. And uh, Thank Me Later and Sparkles are going at it. And overall standings, Nietzscheren sitting at 6-1 and one, along with Blakely, followed up by Thank Me Later and June June at 5-2. and two. Myself and Choyna at 4-3. and three. Dizzy and Recurrier at 3-4. and four. Sparkles and Z. Hidalgo and Sunstar at 2-5. And, and damn, T. Davis. I know, man. Oh, and seven. Yeah. This isn't soccer. You guys saw what happened last week. I mean, I just so happened to play the week's top point getter. And it just is what it is. That's how fantasy goes some weeks. But I could have really used that W. 
Oh yeah, you would have beat a lot of teams last week. So yeah, that's the ups, Upland Fantasy League update. There, uh, something that we wanted to do a, a special episode over the weekend. It never came to fruition. Is Spark is being released? So who wants? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure we're gonna have a lot more on Spark. That that's arguably the most ex- to me as a gamer it's one of the most exciting announcements i know there's been some other big announcements i mean people are excited about fiat out and uh, all this but for me spark as is a new way to interact with the game as a new um currency um that's uh, I like utility currency. So if anyone is familiar with like Path of Exile, um, it's one of the the best MMO RPGs I think. Um, well rounded, their currency is all usable. So like most games, you like earn coins and you have coins, and then you have you buy like crafting material. Their like equivalent to coins is all crafting material. So it's really interesting to think that there will be a currency that's a functional currency. I think that that's a, it's just a great way um, to, um, you know, to kind of have currency in the game to be functional in that way. And then a lot of people like the whole staking aspect of it. It reminds them of the DeFi, but that's going to be exciting to be able to um, just build, and that's your resource to to build. And Recurrier, of course, staking is cool from Recurrier. Yeah, so I think the big big question mark, and I really hope – that they have solid formulas and I hope they have a defensible position when it finally launches of how they're going to distribute spark among the existing user base. So, you know, they said that there's going to be rewards based on, you know, time in the community and, you know, participation. So I don't know what that's going to be based off of. Um, the, but the allocation, they better have, and I mean, this is an opportunity for them to really reward some early people. And like, I'm not going to be hurt if the, you know, the beta testers get, you know, an extra multiplier, or a couple pieces. Like I wasn't a beta tester. I came in after collections and stuff like that, but they really need to have a solid distribution plan that is defensible. No matter what they do, they're going to get gripe. Like it's oh, yeah. going to be, you know, somebody's going to be butthurt. Like it's just how it how it is. Um, and, for, so, and for players like you and TM and people that own a lot of property, myself, the Spark Exchange is going to be great too because we'll have a lot of properties. Are we going to develop them? Are we going to sell them? You know, so we'll be able to lease Spark from other Uplanders. Or if we choose not to develop our properties but have a lot of Spark, we can uh, lease that to other Uplanders themselves. Yeah, and there'll be the community too, which I think is going to be an interesting, the community lease pool, um, how they actually lease the the asset out. Um, you know, if it's like a bid system where, you know, you say, hey, this is how much I'm willing to pay per spark per hour or something or per spark per day. Like, I don't know how that'll work. Um, and then that comes out of the community pool and it's going to be, very interesting. Um, 
Uh, again, I think that that's just going to be, I hope it's super rewarding. I hope that they err on the side of giving people that are in now more. <laughs> like if you, if you've invested in the game up to this point, there hasn't been a lot. Like you're going on the vision of what the Upland team can deliver. Like, let's be honest. Treasure hunts is not a game. Buying a property and sitting on it is not a game. Flipping it is kind of fun, but everyone that's here believes in in the vision and I think should be rewarded fairly heavily when Spark comes out. So I hope they're not stingy with it. I hope they reward the people who have invested heavily. Um, and obviously, um, you know, that goes for myself and, you know, other, you know, big players. And even the, you know, I honestly think if even if you get like one spark now, I mean, imagine every new player will have zero spark, yeah. like off the bat. <laughs> like, so even getting one spark, essentially allowing you to have development resources available to you at all times at no cost or potentially another source of income to lease out your spark. Like there's a lot of opportunity there. So I think it's going to be a really interesting deployment. And then as, as the game progresses, they're going to end up having uh, a spark, new spark being minted. It will be deposited in wastelands around the world and left for uplanders to discover and mine. So that, that will be even more creative. And then they have the uh, sparks, the ancestor token of any resource that will be used for building, but they're going to have a resource token that will come out in the metaverse and it will be utilized utilized for creating your plants your trees and your animals and stuff like that so spark is just the is just the opening token out there yeah so anything that's like a non the way i read it is like a non-carbon life form right so anything that's there not not like a non-carbon light anyway so i i think i mean they mentioned cars um like if you're going to build a car you need spark if you're going to build a building you need spark I don't know, like, uh, is an Uplander, is, like, an Explorer token, is that a different thing? Do you even need Spark for it? So there are some questions in the in the gray. Like, trees will be something else, which is interesting because I thought nurseries was going to be one of the first businesses. So I don't know how that will work. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that that's going to be really interesting. Like, do you need Spark to run a business, right? So, like, for, like, electricity – which would make sense. So I can see them saying, Hey, you run an arcade, you must have five, you must stake five spark or, or the more spark you stake, the more, you know, uh, capacity your arcade has. Right. So somebody who, who stakes a hundred spark onto their arcade could have a crazy awesome arcade um, where somebody's like two or three sparks. It's just like a sad miss Pac-Man that's half broken in the corner. Like, you know, there you go. Go play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What are your thoughts there, T. Davis? Um, I want to know what you guys think about the AMA around Spark. So I had just started when they did the uh, – I think it was the last AMA that they did, right? And they did it where you posted the questions in Discord. They went through them, and then they read all them all off and answered them. Do you – I would imagine it would be something very similar this time around, or what are your guys' thoughts on, on the Spark AMA? It'll probably be just like the ones previously. You can submit your questions ahead of time, and also you can put them in the live chat on Discord. And 
they they really touched on a lot of almost everybody's questions were answered and a lot of good questions were answered so i I see it being along the same lines right cool cool and so and then i guess my my big question for that would be is how is um, pooling spark amongst uh several users like i know that you can lease it and buy it but is it going to be possible for you know let's just say for example everybody in little italy to pool their spark at one in in one effort to you know to build something and then have just have that on a rotational right so you can have a huge community buy-in on projects get them done faster and better that, that's great. I honest, I, I love that idea. And I think if they're going to do community leasing the way, if they don't offer it directly, the way I would do it is be like, you can just lease for like one UPEX, right? You just, I'm going to lease you my spark for one UPEX. And then you, you just go on a, on a rotation and be like, okay, um, you know, we're building this building. So please everyone, you know, lease your up, uh, lease your spark to this user for one UPEX. Everyone leases it for a week you you know build something that would take out right. you know, a month in a week it would be super cool that's yeah. a great that's a great use i like that yeah being able to have communities combine it to develop their neighborhoods would be a really great thing or if you're in a financial district uh, new york or san francisco or even downtown fresno and you want to just to build a build skyscrapers that are currently you'd need more resources than just one individual Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. And also, that's a great idea for contests as well. Like, win 10 Spark for a week, like, you know, and then you just have to pay one up X to rent it. And then you get, uh, you know, 10 Spark and stuff to be able to, like, not build your home and stuff like that. Be kind of cool. You could have cool neighborhood competitions too, like, which neighborhood can develop this property that you're the best property development you could put dog patch versus alamo square or little italy little italy new york versus little italy fresno or san francisco (laughs) oh the the neighborhood competitions are going to be fierce like when those come out like it's gonna be crazy like i know the people that are running these are in crazy passionate and will go to any length to to win a contest so it's gonna be interesting for sure absolutely all right i'm just glad we got kenton on alamo square because that fucker's crazy (laughs) (laughs) you you got a lot of love hate relationships in this game yeah (laughs) i I hate to love y'all that's what it is uh anything else on spark before we move on we're about an hour and five minutes into this podcast this evening are you getting bored oh not at all but i don't want it's just hard to listen to a podcast over an hour, hour and a half, even at one and a half speed. All right. Well, let's go. What's next? I was going to say Halloween, but uh, my development team left me hanging with no costume, so I'm just going to go naked. What, did you not submit one? Did somebody not get you one? What happened? Yeah, he's talking about me, dude. I dropped the ball, man. You fucking. I know it, man. I know it. Oh, my gosh. And, Wait, uh, Alcatraz guys. Oh, there's Alcatraz guys yesterday? Oh, Did snap. we miss Alcatraz guys? Oh, man. We missed Alcatraz guys. 
Oh man, that's what you could have had. You could have had a little prison jumpsuit for your poo. I was gonna be a paper bag on fire. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, that would have been really good. It's all right. He got me mine, so that's all that really matters. Yeah, I know. That's all. <laughs> and I that's... have to still. I have to debut mine. Are you guys ready for mine? Should I go ahead and post it? I'll post oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post that shit. I had asked TML if I could use his block explorer as my costume and i took it to my seamstress to get it tailored up and i will show you my result go on over to the discord the halloween channel i posted uh, oh man uh, you're such a look at you milking the fucking thing so now we all have to give you a fucking bat <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, wait till you see it. You guys are gonna love it. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Jesus, man. Yes, definitely check that out. No. Uh, Turtle soup, anyone? Finger? Hold on. You're getting a middle finger on that one. All right. There, there we go. Fuck you. <laughs> Turtle soup, anyone? Um, uh, nice. <laughs> That's great. Damn. Uh-oh. Uh, I love you, bro, man. I, no, that's that's love. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. We got two new people floating around in Alcatraz, Diniz, and uh, Ken DeBannon. Doesn't say what their crimes are, but they're rolling around in jail. Uh, might have so to get it. Wait, a- what happened now? We have new Alcatraz... Uh, residents. Yeah, yeah. Some people probably well. Uh, one person has a net worth of a hundred and three thousand up X, and the other one has eighty six thousand up X. So it's not like these low level ones we're seeing. Some people with some uh, significant money. Well, not. And yeah. So are they actually floating there? Because I know oh, yeah. that I just looked there recently. They got jail. The- they got the nice little jail mark next to them. Huh. Uh, they were int- intentionally devaluing. Yeah. Ooh. Chica86 said that's what you're going to look like, TML, after your matchup this week with her. Oh. <laughs> fucking brutal. <laughs> Probably. Again, I can't figure out how to get new people, and I'm pretty sure Corona's killing my teams. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Nobody's they're on your all, team is dead. fucking injured. I don't understand. I don't know how to get new people. I'll, I'll work with you this week. I want to re-roll. I want to re-roll. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like my people anymore. Oh, All right. But, yeah, there's uh, the, ha- the haunted houses are up. And uh, speaking of Halloween stuff going on, uh, Ben... He was a winner of the Fiat Out, one of the five people that get to participate in the first uh, Fiat Out beta testing. And he's going to give away his exclusive position in this. This has already been approved by the Upland team. He already has the advertisement out for this. But every player who visits his haunted house in Alamo Square and views the attached video experience will go into a running for either the Fiat Out Prize, and that's for pros, directors, and executives, or UPX Prizes, which is for the visitors and uplanders. So visitor fee will be 100 UPX, 
and all fees go towards the prize. First place is 50%, second is 30 and third is 20%. The more times you visit until the close of the Community Haunted House Experience, which is November 1st at 6 a.m. Pacific time, adjust properly, the more tickets you have in the draws. So it is live now, and he has put it up everywhere. So if you missed out on the top five for the Fiat Beta, here's your chance to get it. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's huge. Like, I mean, a guaranteed, a potential, you know, guaranteed spot in closed beta is massive. I mean, I don't know. I'll be participating for sure. Definitely throw them a couple of visits because that's, that would be great. I'll throw some visits to increase the prize pool, but I won't be in the drawing. What? Why? You don't want to fiat out? I'm already in, man. Oh, fuck you. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. The worst. Does, does anybody have a count on how many F-bombs uh, Thank Me Later had tonight? Yeah, yeah, get one of those number f- nerds on it. Trying to challenge, oh, the, challenge the Little John song tonight. No, but everybody has their Halloween costumes out. You have the haunted houses that are out. They've listed the houses that have them. Uh, go check that out. And then we have the the who did it with what. Uh, what are they calling this event, which should be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Um, this one, who is the evil explorer? That's right. So you're trying to figure out who's the evil explorer. One will not have an alibi and uh, one weapon won't be there. So you got to jump around to a bunch of different uh, haunted houses and uh, everybody that gets that right on their first attempt uh, will get a custom block explorer that will be limited to the correct answers. And you have to use the form and there's a link in their medium article about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That should be that should be interesting. Again, I like that it's, you know, it's not a first whoever gets it first kind of thing. It's, you know, we can work as a community, collect the clues, figure it out, and then uh, you know everyone has that chance at that that block explorer. And then uh, there was just a contest the other day, yesterday, and it came down to the last minute, and Ben just lost out. Uh I wasn't fine. I kind of sort of followed it in Discord. Did T Davis or thank me later? Either you follow that closely? No, I was. I meant to actually, you know, message because man, like ten minutes, fifteen minutes before, it was at like two hundred thousand. I was like, dude, yeah. the main the main price is fifty. Like it should be by that token, you could easily do a five hundred thousand exchange and get the fifty and break even and get to pick the whatever. Um, so I'm glad that it, I'm glad that Matt it and them stepped up and, and then took it for some serious money. So, yeah, Ben, Ben was right there and he thought he pulled it off and yeah. Yeah. They had to go to the blockchain for it, if I'm not mistaken, because they oh, had really? announced, yeah, they had announced Ben won it and then the scoreboard changed to reflect Matt it and uh, yeah, it was a photo finish, so to speak. Yeah, they they had to delete their post. They're like, "Um, sorry, deleting my post." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh man, see that would be perfect for for tea time with TML. 
man, every week there's always good things. Like, oh, so who wants to talk about that, uh, you know, train fuck up? Or uh, how about uh, when they screwed Ben 86 on that uh, contest? <laughs> when they pulled a, uh, what's the, uh, who's the the black guy who announced the wrong thing? Steve Harvey? Uh, Steve Harvey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they pulled a fucking Steve Harvey on Ben 68 over there. <laughs> You're just all over the map tonight. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how people react if if they like this kind of content. Uh, if they're like, no, we want the educated debates of, uh, you know, fucking blockchain and shit. I don't know. Then I'll go. Okay, fine. I'll do a spinoff of me just talking nonsense. Oh no, people and, like people like our uh, shtick and uh, our toilet humor. So we're good. good. We got a little niche. It's good. Yeah, there's just always so much that happens in the week. It's hard to jam pack in an hour hour show, and I don't think our beautiful significant others would really like us doing two of these a week. No, not at night. At least we'd ha- I'd have to do it like on a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend I'm working. Yeah, and I don't know how I how I smuggle this equipment into my job. So <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. All right, I uh, we've covered. Uh, <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere, right? I don't know how I smuggled this equipment into my job. Hi, anyway, God. <laughs> I think we've covered <laughs> covered everything on the list for this evening, along with uh, some other things. You have anything else tonight? Oh, what's your what's your prediction on uh, Trump Tower? Ooh, what's, uh, what's your Trump Tower prediction? Man. I could see, let's see here. So the highest one in San Francisco went for what? Just over 6 million. Los Montana thinks 5 million. Oh, that's going out of the water. Brian, 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 Brian thinks, goes the other way and says 15. I could see between 10 and 15. I'm going to be a little sad if it doesn't break 10. I mean, it's a big golden penis. Come on. Pay ten million, make that happen. Ah, it's going to be huge. It, billions, <laughs> it's going to be billions, 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 and billions and billions. It's going to be the best auction you've ever seen because best. Trump's involved. It's the best, but better than any auction that will ever happen in Upland. Yes, best, better, better than any of those Chinese auctions. Yes, because it comes from China. All right, we've lost control of the show. All right, it's spiraling. (laughs) T. Davis, you have anything left? Yeah, man. I just are we ready for this uh, Chrome extension demo real quick? Can I share my screen? I mean, you can share your screen. Yeah, we'll punch out of the podcast and then uh, we'll get it. We'll get it posted up on YouTube. Yeah, go ahead and describe it really quick. Oh yeah, yeah. What are we doing? We're doing some YouTube stuff now. Yeah, we're that's why we're recording this stuff. We're gonna put a little couple uh, pre-show, post-show stuff. Uh, the numbers, we'll get that up there, um, and then we'll oh, start putting some clips up there. I see. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for those that can't look see at that explorer, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> look at that explorer. You already got it up and running. That is the best. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you don't yeah. see it on Discord, just go find T. Davis on Upland because he's got his tribute to Thank Me Later, and it looks amazing. They just need to get all the badges and chips away from you, so you can you can really appreciate it. That's what I, I you know. How is that approved? I'm going to raise a complaint. I'm getting it taken down. Look, I am like, a poo that is vomiting and has flame shooting out of it, so they approve anything. <laughs> they don't approve anything. Uh, talk to Nisha, and trust me, they don't approve anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Go right, ahead, T. Davis. Right, so if anybody who can, who's can see my screen might notice in the in the bottom there, the menu, the uh, the red badge of the one which was requested in, in the – uh, the main server under feedback, somebody had pointed out that when they get messages from their inbox, they actually have to go into the inbox to see that they have a message, right? So the Chrome extension will take care of that. You will see the red badge with oh, what messages you have outside. Thank of it. you. It's Fuck. So you go in here or reject that offer from Chica86 and then does it disappear? Yes, it does. We are good. Boom. Um, now up in the upper left, you will see that this new settings button is here. So let me scroll out a little bit. So the first thing that we wanted was, so the neighborhood names are a lot of the times they're not very easy to find or see. So you click on this and click on large district names and bam, now you have giant red labels what? for your, for That's your district nice. Names. To make Holy shit! Easy to find, and then the other uh, feature that a lot of people have requested was getting rid of the other players. So now, as you can see, I am the only explorer on the map. Wow! And, uh, is that dom manipulation? Uh, yeah, yeah, it sure is. It's exactly what it is. Yep. Jesus, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Um, so- and then right now, the fourth feature that we have is for the. Uh, treasure hunts, damn it, I should have spawned this already, which is fine. Um, so if you're a frequent treasure hunter, you'll know that you're usually keeping track of what it's costing you to uh, to make visits. And so with this extension, it's going to keep track of, as you can see, my hunt costs just went up there. So it counted as if I had spent 100 on my treasure hunt and then it'll subsequently add each visit so that way i know that if the treasure chest is only 230 optics that um i'm in the negative and if the treasure just happens to be on a 100 like if i know it's on a 100 optics visit fee property i'm just not going to jump there because or at least I'll have the knowledge to know that I'm going to be severely in the negative. And um, that's just something that I know that the repetitive or I guess the habitual that's treasure such, hunters. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But that's terrible advice for the record. It doesn't like, okay. If you spent 160 upex already, like that's the sunken cost fallacy of like, well, I guess it's actually the reverse of sunken cost fallacy, like backing away at that point, because you figure that last jump of a hundred, even if it's a hundred up X minimum is going to get you two thirty, which means that your net loss is guaranteed to be lower than if you just abandon it. So anyway, that's kind of poor logic, but uh, that's super cool. Yeah. Cause you could, instead of losing two, 
you know, instead of losing your 160, you just lose 30. So, but at least it keeps you on track of knowing if you're plus right, or minus. Right, right, right. That's super cool. So now I want to know when are you going to implement a circle around my explorer so I know the edge of my discovery? Ah, uh, as soon as we just received that feature request and it was in the Trello. <laughs> Really? So, no one's requested that? Like, could you imagine, like, and I need to be dynamic based on your Zoom. It would be super hard to do. But if you just had, like, a circle right. that radiated out so that way you knew, like, you know, approximately, you know, that, that it just would be hugely helpful. And then also you know if your radius is going about over the center of a property for things like, treasure hunts or any of these other hunt things like you need to know the radius of your explorer to know when you get to that center mark and then when you can move on that's fantastic i'm going to write that down put it up there man so how do people get this uh awesome extension get this so uh yeah my life yeah right now it's the uh the nft i will list them for sale and that will be the uh limited um beta testers and early access to everything. And then after that, we are going to, um, you know, this is a, a little Italy project. And so therefore a little Italy property owners will always yeah. be in our favor. And so that's what this is being developed for. So uh, both of you on the call, I, I believe are property owners in little Italy and why. So we will Am make I? sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. You own one. I, I'm going to write it down so that I, have it, but it's one something. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. It sure is. Well, when Little Italy opens uh, the rest of it, if there's any one properties, whoever's there, please buy them, and I will I will pay a reasonable markup for them. Um, but you can count me in for buying any of those properties. Sweet. Outstanding. Awesome. I currently own the only one property in Fresno, by the way. Which is what? Oh, well, I knew you were going to ask me. I don't know. It's some, <laughs> it's, it's some ridiculously terrible address, like 1256 East West. It's some nonsense property up north. I bought it off. Of, oh, I think I bought it off of Sturs. Did I buy it off of you, Sturs? Yeah. No? No. Uh Anyway, I bought it off of somebody. I didn't get it in time, but it was the only it's the only one address property in Fresno. And the little Italy answer is one center marketplace. Oh yeah, that was actually one of my first buys. That was like hot on my list. The first bubble had a couple good, like one bond and one uh there's a couple good ones. Oh yeah, center uh, center marketplace, yeah. It's a good one. And I own a ton in VV. I was looking at one alpha in VV. I love that property. Nice. All right. Anything else for our loyal listeners, T. Davis? No, man. I'm good. Thank you again for having me. Thank me later. All good here. Yeah. All right. Make sure that you're liking, leaving comments if you can, subscribing to the podcast, and sharing your podcast with a friend. Make sure you retweet or tweet out our podcast, too. And we'll talk to everyone next week. Stay safe.
It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over the moving.